Community Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. Everybody to Unity Community of Central Oregon virtual version. We are a welcoming, multi-generational, prosperous community embodying love and awakening spiritual consciousness. And, and we also vibrant. Vibrant, yeah. <laughs> It takes a village to say a mission statement. <laughs> I, I want to welcome all of you, wherever in the world you are watching from, and just know that we are so happy to share this beautiful Easter morning with you. So let's move right into some chants. Soul shine. I woke up this morning with my mind. Everybody, good morning. State of freedom. Of this morning with my mind, stayed on freedom. I woke up this morning with my mind, stayed on freedom. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I'm walking and talking with my mind. You say, God, stayed on freedom.
So now that we're feeling all shiny, we're going to move into, whoa, 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 wait, wait, there's a breaking news flash. News flash, what's going on here? We are at Unity of Central Oregon, and there has been vandalism. There is writing all over the parking lot. There's stuff pinned to the doors. We don't know what's going on. Hey, hey, Rainbow Unicorn, you come here. What are you doing? Did you do all this vandalism? Well, let's see what it says. We love you. Thank you, Reverend Jane. Thank you, Soul Shine. Working, all the people working to make this community go. We love lives here. Aloha. These aren't vandalisms. This is spreading love and joy. Are you here to spread love and joy for Easter, Rainbow Unicorn? Yay. Oh, thank you. She got one more thing. Oh, and are you giving me a rainbow shirt? Thank you. You have a happy Easter, Rainbow Unicorn. Thank you. Mystery solved. <laughs> we were so excited to come in here this morning and see all that. Thank all of you so much. That was really wonderful. <laughs> So I know we have a lot of celebrations today. So back to our news desk. What are we celebrating? <laughs> All right, there we go. Celebrations, you're ready. Okay. Lots of, happy Easter, everybody. So, and thank you, Unicorn, for my beautiful tie-dye, my rainbow <laughs> unicorn t-shirt. So here are the breaking celebrations. Heather Church for having all of her children at home safe. Sylvia is really excited because her son is making moves to get his electrical license, electrician's license. Kevin for his beautiful wife sewing masks for our Unity community for people who need them. So, um, and Blaze, who is for is so excited that the Easter Bunny came to his house. <laughs> Woo! Victor, our amazing guitarist and singer, he got to participate in the worldwide Joni Mitchell tribute. There were musicians from all over the world who performed in that. So yay, Victor, awesome. Um, Jim is celebrating the unconditional love of dogs. And I think several of us can be celebratory of that. Rune is celebrating abundance that is allowing them to be okay in this situation, even though they are really, really missing being with all the people that they love. Dave is very grateful for all the wonderful parking lot notes that were left. Pamela is celebrating being part of William's Prosperity Circle. So that has started. So that must be pretty amazing. And then Naomi is celebrating sunshine and she might also be celebrating rainbows and unicorns because she, she was our unicorn. Shh, don't tell anybody. Okay. Thank you for all of your wonderful celebrations. We love you all. And I want to celebrate somebody very special, a woman named Francisca Wassenaar, who is a member of our community. Francisca, you can see her in the picture. 
um, passed away on Friday. She was raised Catholic, and so how perfect that she left this plane on Good Friday and is celebrating Easter from a higher vibration. She was somebody who I hope a lot of you got the chance to get to know her. Um, she was born in Mexico. She was a teacher for 21 years, and then she moved to California and became a truck driver. And she drove truck all over the United States, every state except for Hawaii, for obvious reasons. Um, she was just a delightful woman. Her son, Gary, is a member, and his wife, Janelle, and grandson, Eli, and she has another son. And we, we just bless Francisca on, our, on her way, and we are so grateful that we got to be in her life for a little while. So thank you, Francisca. We, um, we have prayer claims, and instead of filling out green forms now, you're filling out online forms. You can see the link that's right there in the thread and you know, in, in the description of our live service. So please click on that because it is such an honor for our prayer team to pray with you, and it helps us to get out of any negative space that we're in and slip into that higher vibration. So you do us a great honor when you allow us to pray with you. So please fill out those forms. And speaking of prayer, let's do that now. We hold in particular all of those souls who are moving from one dimension to the next, who have left recently and who will be leaving. We hold the truth that this mass exodus of souls is an exodus of freedom that they are leading us to a higher vibration as a world. They are the scouts that are showing us the way. And we hold their loved ones left behind in our hearts, in our virtual arms, because we know that even when an exit from this plane has great significance, it still is painful to our hearts. And we just claim comfort for them. And for those who are sick right now, we claim strength and courage and the knowledge that healing is always possible, that as we change, truly change our thoughts, as we change our feelings that accompany those thoughts, we have the greatest power in the world. We can change our reality. We can heal our bodies, our lives, our relationships, 
and our world. And we hold our beautiful planet Earth, which is trembling on the edge of possibility after years of so much abuse and disregard. Gaia perhaps is saying, is this, is this my time? Is this the time when they will see, when they will care enough to make the changes? And for all of us, as we go through this process of transformation we are going through now, we make the claim that grace is abounding in our lives, in our hearts, in our minds. That we have the courage and the wisdom to know the steps that collectively, collectively we come together and transform our experience of material life. Let's bring this prayer into song now. Please join me in this prayer. Love is our ultimate reality, everywhere present and whole. It radiates abundantly and continually creates good in my life and in the world. 
as we gratefully acknowledge the presence and power of love now, we see the people and circumstances we hold in prayer healed and illumined by love. And so it is. And now let's move into a time of meditation. As you breathe, let yourself imagine that your breath is light, pure light. It is acting as one of those lamplighters of old who went through the town lighting lamps illumining the entire space. Imagine that your own body is one of those old villages and the breath comes through, illuminating every cell. Picture candlelight in your cells and just imagine the process of one candle becoming two, becoming five, becoming 20, becoming a hundred, becoming a thousand, becoming a million. Feel yourself becoming light This little light is becoming a great light and it is shining. Feel your body vibrating and shining. Let yourself know you are a gift. Your vibration is pure light and it is blessing everyone around you. Imagine those that you live with, those that you hold in your heart even if you're not living with them right now. Imagine that they are feeling your light. That they are feeling blessed by your light. Imagine that you can feel their light. Let go of any thoughts that you have that are negative about those you love and just focus on their light 
and your light and how that light is dancing together. And focus on the beloveds who have left this plane but are still shining their light. And your light can reach them. And their light can reach you. We are all dancing in the light. And let's reach out to one another, our beautiful unity community. Those we know and long to hug and those who have joined us remotely that we haven't met physically yet, but we feel you with us. Let's just reach out, all of us, joining energetic hands of light and dancing in this light together. And as we come together, we're creating such a vortex of light that is going out and shining like the brightest star. That even in the dark of night, this star shines bright. And as we continue to focus on this light, it seems as if it gets bigger or we're, we're moving closer to it until it's, <clears throat> until it's all that we can see. All there is is light. Nothing else is true. Let's just be in that light and know that that beautiful light is love. What the world needs now is love, and that's who we are. We are the light of love, and we let our light shine. And so it is. Woke up this morning to a garbage truck Looks like this old shoe's done run out of luck If I came home, would you let me in? Fry me some pork chops and forgive my sin Surround me with your boundless love Confound me with your boundless love 
Sometimes my old heart is like a washing machine Bounces around till my soul comes clean And when I'm clean and hung out to dry I'm gonna make you laugh until I cry Surround me with your boundless love Confound me with your boundless love I was drowning in a sea Lost as I could be When you found me with your boundless By chance I should find myself at risk Of falling from this jagged cliff I look below and I look above I'm surrounded by your boundless love Surround me with your boundless love confound me with your boundless love I was drowning in a sea lost as I could be when you found me with your boundless love you dumbfound me with your Thank you, Soul Shine. That was, and thank you to John Prine, one of those souls that has slipped the bonds and moved strictly into the light. He gave us so many beautiful songs, and that was one of them. So this is Easter morning. Easter is a really big deal in the Christian tradition, and it's a complicated feast. Depending on what your relationship and beliefs about Jesus are, you're going to have different ideas of what is going on with Easter. It's possible that Jesus was a great teacher who got on the wrong side of the law and was crucified and died, and three days later actually got up and walked out of the cave that he was buried in. That is possible. However, the literal 
interpretation of the stories in the Bible is usually the least useful. When we look at it at, on a mythic level, on a metaphoric level, on an archetypal level, it's much more productive. There are many lessons in this story for us. And the first one that I would like to offer is what it must have been like on Easter morning in that story and how similar it is to how we are feeling right now. So in the story, Jesus, who is metaphorically the way, he is the way that we are finding spirit. We are finding our connection. And he dies. So suddenly the way has disappeared and we feel lost. We do not know how to find ourselves in this new time. Does that sound familiar? Easter morning comes and Mary Magdalene and some other ladies come and they're, they're intending to minister to the body to do the sacred oils and anointing of their tradition. And when they get there, the stone has been rolled away. They don't know what this means. And they go inside and there's, there's nobody there. And they think someone has stolen his body. And they're very upset by this. Jesus ends up appearing to them. And they are so confused that they do not recognize him. They do not recognize this enlightened being that they have been following for all these years, even when he's standing right in front of them. And the same thing happens. There are a couple of his followers who are walking along on the road to Emmaus, and he joins them. And they're chatting away with this stranger that they do not recognize until they sit down for a meal together. And when they break the bread, suddenly they recognize him. He shows up where all of his disciples are gathered together. And again, they do not recognize him. What's going on with this? How can everybody be blind to what is real? So one possibility is he doesn't look like he used to look. Why would he not look the same? Well, he'd be kind of battered, I guess, after everything he'd gone through, literally. But that wouldn't be enough for them not to recognize him. What, I, what I'm proposing is that maybe... What was going on here is that he was in a light body. He had let go of all the illusion that we carry as we walk the earth path. And so he was unfamiliar to them. Right now, as we go through this process, 
Our world, in a sense, has died. It's not the world that we lived in two months ago. It's a completely different world. It's unfamiliar. And when we look at the people that we're living with, or the people that we're connecting with online, or the people that we don't personally know but are out there in the world that we see, do we see the light of the Christ that they are? Or are we still holding on to an old ideal? I want to read a little section from The Course in Miracles, and this is The Course in Miracles Experiment by Pam Grout that I've referenced before. It's Lesson 167, Death. It's not what you think. And she quotes J.K. Rowling, who says, the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. The Course turns everything we think we know on its head. For starters, life is not what we think, neither is death. Lesson 167, there is only one life, says death is an utterly ridiculous story we made up. Let that sink in for a minute. The story provides cover so we can pretend to be limited, temporary, and separate from life which is ludicrous. Life itself is eternal. It pulses, it dances, it continues long after our temp jobs as impermanent bodies are over. It turns acorns into oak trees, embryos into bodies. It has no opposite and are you ready for this? Any thought that is not supremely happy is also a form of death. Let me say that one again. Any thought that is not supremely happy is also a form of death. Which means it's an illusion. All sorrow Loss, anxiety, suffering, and pain are illusions. Even a frown or a slight discomfort is a nod to death, which once again is not real. All of these provisional buzzkills indicate our minds are asleep. Once we awake, which we can do by either leaving our bodies or simply realigning our thoughts, our life, that pulsing, joyful dance of consciousness, will continue on as it always has and always will. So death, is not real. But if we go back to Good Friday, on the cross, Jesus did appear to die. That is the illusion that everybody bought into. He was dead. What if that's a metaphor? 
What if in that whole drama of dying, what was really happening is he was letting go of illusion. When he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. What if what was really happening there is he was forgiving, he was letting go of all the ideas that there could be something that was true besides light? What if even the man, Jesus, had thoughts that he needed to let go of? What if he was giving us a template for how to step into light? In the Gospels, they talk about the way, the way of Jesus. And the way is death and resurrection. But we know that death is an illusion, right? So what does death mean then? It means letting go of illusion. Death is dropping. I remember reading one time that death was like taking off a pair of tight shoes. Can you remember feeling tight shoes? I know you're all in your Easter pajamas right now, so you're not feeling them at the moment, but you've all worn tight shoes at one point. I know you have, and it feels so good when you take them off. Think about death like that. We take off these illusions that are constricting us and keeping us small, too small. Not who we were here to be. We take off that illusion and we are able to expand and let our light shine. One of the particular illusions that I would invite you to take off is the illusion of your spiritual baggage. I had an email from someone today who was taking the Jesus 2.1 class, and one of the assignments I gave was this whole list of questions that Jesus asked in the Gospels. And I said, pick one and answer it. And those had triggered her. There was one question, what have you done for me? And she took that very personally and got very mad about it because she, in, she interpreted or was triggered by it to think back to her fundamentalist background and all the people who were pushed outside in that tradition who were not shown compassion and she, she took the way the people in that church had acted and, they, and layered that on top of her concept of Jesus. And so she couldn't have a clear relationship with Jesus the man or Jesus the Christ he became because she was allowing that church, those humans, and their level of consciousness to hijack her opportunity to be one with the light of the Christ. So there's Jesus and there's the Christ, and they are not one and the same until they were. But Jesus, the man, was human, just like us. 
when he died, although he had already been pretty close to that Christ consciousness, when he died, he stepped fully into it. There was nothing left except that Christ, which means awakened, awakened light. That's all that was left. That's what Easter morning celebrates. Awakened light is who we are. But for now, just like the Easter eggs, we're hiding and we're pretending to be something less. When Jesus died, it's like he stepped into the realm of poetry. The beautiful thing about poetry is that it is not linear or logical. It has no meaning except the meaning that the one who reads or hears the poetry assigns to it. And our meanings for poetry change as our consciousness changes. So when you first heard this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. If you were a kid when you heard that, I don't know what you thought that meant. But I'm betting that today it means something different to you. Because your consciousness has grown. You've had experiences, as we all have had experiences of the light that is shining within and without and everywhere we turn. So think of Jesus and his story as poetry. You get to decide what of that sings to your soul. The stories themselves are the poetry that the followers of Jesus many, many, many years later put down in writing. They'd been telling these poems of this man who had a mythic quality to him. They told stories, and you know how it is with stories. They grow and get embellished, and who knows what factually happened, but it doesn't matter. That's where we get hung up. We start arguing about the facts. We argue about, did Jesus really live? Did Jesus really die? Did Jesus really rise? It doesn't matter. We are now dealing with a story that is alive in the mythic transcendent realm. It is a story that holds out to us a promise that we are so much more than a body. We are so much more than our circumstances. We are so much more that, than whatever challenges are in front of us, whatever fears we are dealing with. We are so much more than that. And he is saying, die to that. Let it go. I did it and so can you. There is another life that is available. And that's the message of Easter. Focus on that life. Focus on that and let that rise in you. Let that rise up. Let our world rise up because we cannot afford to sleep any longer. 
It's time to let it go, to take Easter seriously and rise up and we will create a world of light, a cosmos of light. We will fulfill our destiny. And no one can do it by themselves. We, we together must rise up. That is our mission. Spiritual awakening means rise up and become the one you have always been, but were afraid to know. May you be blessed this Easter with knowing who you are. Broken down and tired of living life on a merry-go-round, and you can't find a fighter, but I see it in you, so we gonna walk it out. isn't quiet and it feels like it's getting hard to breathe and I know you feel like dying but I promise we would take the world to its feet
I feel speechless. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh. I love that line about hope. We need hope. And that's what each other is for. And, and the spiritual community is so important. It's so important to me, to all of us, that we are standing together through this, that we are not just standing in place, but rising up, that we are creating something so beautiful from sidewalk chalk to beautiful music. We, we're in this together. And one of, one of the ways that, that I hope that 
all of us are wanting to rise up is getting involved in some of these online groups. Megan has one happening with, that still has some room in it for um, what if it all goes right? And it's, it's all about rising up with your thoughts and how you do that. So please, if you have an opportunity, get in that group. And we keep coming up with other groups. We, we want to have things for the kids. So send an email to bendunity at gmail.com if you're not already getting our information and you think we might not know that you're somebody with kids um, because we'll be sending things out for you and, and trying to get creative with how we can minister to our children. Um, we also have something pretty cool. You know that April 22nd is Earth Day and that's been going on for... Uh, 50 years, actually. This is a big anniversary. And so Sylvia Hayes and the Earth Care team have come up with an idea for a virtual movie festival. And so um, she is going to be talking on Monday right here in this group about what is entailed with that and there are going to be films for us to watch on our own and then a Zoom call where we can get online and talk about it together. So all of those details will be um, sent out in the group. Let's see. Giving. This is our time that we get to give. You can see the number there, 541-204-2345. You can click on unitycentraloregon.com and you can just make a donation that way. You can use the old-fashioned mail and send a check to P.O. Box 5778. Zip code in Bend is 97708. Any of those means work. We appreciate the money that you send to keep us going, to keep us having the means to spread our message wider. And we appreciate all the other ways that you are giving, your prayers, your love, your kindness in picking up the phone and calling someone, especially those people that you don't think will be on social media. Let's stay connected. We are so blessed. We are so blessed by this community. We are blessed by the Kubotas who are doing the filming, by Kalinda who's holding the space, by Manissa who's here supporting us, and by our musicians, and by all of you who are online connecting with one another with us. Thank you. Let's sing together. I am so blessed. I am so blessed. I am so blessed. I am so grateful for all that I have. I am so blessed. I am so
Let's bless our offering from the love of pure spirit within us. We bless these gifts. We send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidence of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly. And so it is. And right about now, we would have our kids up here. And so even though they're not here, we virtually bless them. We see all of you who are out there, all you younger ones, and we affirm that you are our hope. You are the generation that is rising up from the gate and healing our world. And we are so grateful to every one of you. You are heroes. Never let anyone tell you anything else. You are heroes. You are here to rise up and lift our earth with you. Let's say the prayer of protection Actually, together. Before, before we do that, I wanted to, because I didn't, I was supposed to do this celebration and I forgot, and it's important to me to get this out because I think a lot of people watching were part of it. Uh, I had my birthday on Friday and I was kind of bummed about not being able to go anywhere. And I mean, I was kind of having a little bit of a, a little bit of a pity party. And it wound up being one of the best birthdays I've ever had because, I mean, Manissa made me a super fabulous birthday dinner and cake. And a lot, I mean, a lot of people from this community came together and made me this really awesome birthday video and, and just gave me, I just got all kinds of gratitude feels and I got calls from friends I haven't spoken with in years just who happened to decide to call me on my birthday and it was just really cool. So I want to thank those of you who were, were uh, involved in that. That really meant huge amounts to me, and uh, thank you. That was It made my birthday spectacular. And the other thing I want to say real quick, Jim Pasmore, I hope you're watching, because when Claire read the celebration about you celebrating the unconditional love of dogs, <laughs> literally right after she said that, Zeke bounded up onto the st uh, stage and went to my <laughs> side and laid down. Coincidence? I'll let you be the judge. <laughs> so let's do our prayer of protection together. From the light, no. <laughs> the light of God surrounds us. Light of God surrounds us. I am the light of God. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds us. The love of God enfolds us. I am the light of God. I am the love of God. <laughs> The power of God protects us. The power of God protects us. I am the power of God. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over us. The presence of God watches over us. I am the presence of God. I am the presence of God. Wherever I am, God is. Wherever I am, God is. Because I am. Because I am. Woo! -hoo. Woo! -hoo.